Hey guys, this is Robert. Robbie. Dollar. And together we'd like for you to check uh check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, check out our performance shop, Carolina Performance and Dino. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, it's the SS Rob. And also, don't forget, E's and B's podcast for the win. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of pro wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie
Welcome on back into the E's and B's podcast on this awesome Friday here in January. Boy, do we got a stacked show today, stacked like pancakes. But let's crack them eggs and get to the sunny side. weekend takes off last weekend in the NFL and that's how we're gonna start right here on the sunny side up on this Friday I can't believe some of the things that happened last weekend but on the other hand of course you know I made my predictions last week I was kind of way off on the scores but I was only off by one game and obviously you heard there in the beginning the game I was off on but let's touch back on what happened last week as the Bengals 26 get their first playoff win and 31 years over the Raiders. Congratulations to them. And boy, oh boy, after the game, old Joe Burrow looking like Macaulay Culkin in the 90s there with the shades and the hairdo. Um, That boy was on fire. We'll have to wait and see what happens for them this weekend. After that last weekend, we had the Chokes just throttling the Cheaters. That's right, 47-17. to It was ugly. That's right. Not as ugly as the boy from around this neck of the woods. That's right, the quarterback for the Chokes. That's right, Josh Allen throwing for five touchdowns. Repeat myself, five touchdowns against a Bill Belichick playoff team last weekend. They'll be moving on this week, of course, going right into Kansas City. We'll talk about that here in just a second. After that, the other game was the Buccaneers, 31. They controlled the Eagles pretty much from beginning to end, winning 31-15. In that game, Mike Evans becoming the first receiver for 100-plus yards and multiple touchdowns for the Buccaneers. Congratulations to him and the Buccaneers as they move into divisional weekend this weekend. And like you heard there at the beginning, last but not least, the 49ers, 23 upset, or was it an upset, over the Cowgirls, 17, just this last weekend. This was the first time the 49ers have won on the road at Dallas in the playoff era. Man, oh man, that was a talk all week long. No joke. I couldn't believe uh, some of the things that happened there on Sunday. And then, of course, for the first time ever in the NFL history, we had a wild card game on Monday. That's right, folks. Monday night football wild card style with the Rams and the Cardinals, the Cardinals going there to L.A. And before we get to the Monday night game, let's not forget about the Sunday night game that happened. That's right, the Chiefs knocking out Big Ben, finalizing what could be his last game ever played there at Arrowhead Stadium. They knocked him off 42-21. to You know, res- respectable appearance there for Big Ben going out, as he knew, he knew going in, the lesser team. He knew the Chiefs were a little bit better of a team going in there last Sunday night, so I had to think that, you know, for Big Ben, it was kind of just like, all right, I think I'm ready to be done. Uh, of course, in that game, we did have another 
history first. That's right, Travis Kelsey going to throw and catch for a touchdown and have over 100 yards in that win. So congratulations to Travis Kelsey setting a record there last weekend in Wild Card Weekend and another record being set, like I said, on Monday night. That's right, for the first time in NFL history, we had a Wild Card game on Monday night. The Rams defeating the Cardinals 34-11. Matt Stafford getting his first ever playoff win in his history in the NFL. Congratulations to him and the Rams. And boy, oh boy, that was a great wild card weekend, but it only sets up what we got going down starting tomorrow. That's right, folks. Tomorrow on Saturday, we're going to have the Bengals at the Titans, 4.30 Eastern on CBS. And they'll follow that up with the nightcap, the 49ers at the Packers, 8.15 Eastern Standard Time on Fox, folks. The first two games of the divisional weekend going down on Saturday, then flip it over to Sunday. That's right, folks. We'll have to wait and see if those bye weeks for the first place seeded teams will have any rust or any wear and tear on them, but we'll keep an eye on that. On Sunday, though, we're going to have the Rams traveling to Tampa Bay for a third 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on NBC, and then the nightcap on Sunday, folks. Don't miss it. I think it might be the game of the week. You're hearing it first right here on the E's and B's. It's going to be the Chokes at Kansas City, 6.30 Eastern Time. CBS, folks, it's going down for real. The NFL Week 2 Divisional Round, folks. Who is going to come out on top? Who do you got? Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell someone about the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast on your Fridays. Folks, I know this. Here's my predictions. I think the Titans are going to be just a little bit too much for the Bengals there on, on Saturday. And Green Bay might just walk all over the 49ers. I know my co-worker, shout out to Matt. He has the 49ers in his back pocket. He said they could be the sleeper of the playoffs this year. So I'll definitely be uh, keeping a closer look on that game. And then over there on Sunday, folks, I think TB12 is too much for the Rams. But it would be cool to see Matt Stafford get another win. And then, of course, the night nightcap, Kansas City and the Chokes, folks. We know it. Patrick Mahomes will be too much for that Chokes defense. It will be a shootout, but I got to say, it's going to be Kansas City and the Titans in the AFC Championship, along with Green Bay taking on the Buccaneers. That's my predictions right here, and that's all I got right now on the NFL this week. Let's keep it moving. How about over to the college world? That's right. How about college basketball top 10? Things are shaking up, and like I see, say it each and every week, that number one spot has a target on your back, and of course, it fell again, but... We'll see how things go after this weekend. Here's how things stand going into this weekend. How about starting on off with the number 10 spot, Houston at 15-2. The 9 spot's going to be UCLA at 11-2. 8 spots, Wisconsin at 14-2. The 7 spot's Kansas at 14-2. The 6 spot is Puke at 14-3, suffering another loss to Florida State in overtime. Congratulations to the Seminoles. Then the 5 spot is Baylor at 15-2. The four spot is Persunk at 15-2. The three spot is Arizona at 14-1. The two spot was last week's number one, Auburn at 16-1. And And back on top, that's right, folks, on the number one spot this week of the top ten in college is going to be Gonzaga at 14-2. We are in the thick of things, folks. We only got really about a whole month left of basketball before it's conference time. And then, of course, you know what comes after that. That's right, the big dance is knocking on the door. It'll be here before we know it. 
We'll keep you guys updated with all the big games all week long, leading up till Friday, right here on the E's and B's podcast. Switching on up back to the pro world. That's right. How about things to watch this weekend? Starting off on the pond, how about the teams that are in top in the NHL right now? How about Carolina, Tampa, our abs, and Vegas? Those are the four teams that right now are on top of each division as we go into this weekend. Make sure you guys keep an eye on that as we know the hockey all-star players have been announced. Make sure you guys go to the NHL.com Website, check it out. See if some of your favorites made it for this year's NHL All-Star Game. But how about the things to watch this weekend? Starting off with game number one, Philadelphia at Buffalo on NHL Network on Saturday. Game number two, Montreal is going to be right here in Denver. That's right, at Colorado on NHL Network on Saturday. And game three in the NHL to watch will be Winnipeg at Pittsburgh on NHL Network on Sunday. And those are your NHL Games of the weekend to watch. How about passing on over to the NBA on the hardwood? That's right, folks. We're getting closer and closer to the All-Star game. Like I said last week, we've already made our All-Star picks right here on the E's and B's. Make sure you guys go to NBA.com. Make your picks to get your favorite player out there on the court. How about the teams that are on top in their division? Starting off with the Brooklyn Nets out there in the Atlantic. The Chicago Bulls in the Central. Miami Heat out in the Southeast. The Utah Jazz in the Northwest, the Phoenix Suns in the Pacific, and the Memphis Grizzlies in the Southwest. Those are your six teams on top of their divisions right now as it stands. How about the three games you must see this weekend? Starting off with the Bulls at the Bucks, 8 Eastern on ESPN tonight. Also following that one up, it's going to be the Fakers at the Miami Heat, 6 o'clock Eastern on Sunday on NBA TV. And last but not least, the week, the last game to see this weekend will be the Jazz at the Warriors, 8.30 Eastern, NBA TV, on Sunday, folks. And those are your three NBA games of the weekend to watch. Man, oh man, like I said, folks, all-star game for both those coming up. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Get your votes in. Like I said, we got ours in. Can't wait to see the action. It's not the same as it used to be when I was growing up. The NBA all-star game was, was the top thing to watch you know, through the winter uh, for pro sports besides the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, but obviously things have changed. It's not the same. There's not very much defense. It's a, it's a more of a star show than anything. But we'll lead you all the way up into that coming right here on the E's and B's. Let's switch gears and talk some racing. That's right. We talked a little bit about it last two weeks. Well, now it's set and done. That's right. The Chili Bull Nationals finished up just this last weekend. And there was some big names as we talked in the field all week long, folks. There was dirt racers, NASCAR pros, sprint car pro you name it, they were there. The bigger names, the better names. And when it came down to the final field at the last one, it's going to be for the first time getting the first time winner. That's right. Congratulations to number 19 and Tanner Thorson as he has held off some of the bigger names and chased them. And some of the bigger names in Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson, folks. He was on top of his game there last weekend. And holding off, like I said, folks, two of the names that was picked right here on the E's and B's to win. But congratulations to Tanner holding him off, folks. And like I said, a first-time winner. The first winner different between Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson in the last six years. So 
Awesome, awesome stuff. If you not did not see the highlights, go back. Check out the last 10 laps of that race right there in Tulsa at the Chili Bowl Nationals. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You'll have to see what I'm talking about. Go back, check that out. But that's what happened last there, or that's what happened last weekend there at the Chili Bowl Nationals. How about some street racing? As you know, coming up next, folks, our guests are some street racers. But let's talk about what happened on the streets last weekend in Mexico, as we say here on the E's and B's. And of course, as you heard right here on the E's and B's, we talk about it all the time. We follow all the no prep YouTube channels out there. That's how we kind of keep up to date with all of our no prep racing across the nation. And, of course, last weekend there was some cool stuff going on. As we said, uh, one of the better channels, one of my favorite channels to follow, SRC. That's right, Street Racing Channel. Uh, Billy was down south with his brother. That's right, Dry Fire, Tommy Two Guns, doing some grudge and shootout racing. Uh, some of the things they were going to do got canceled. But in the end, there's some amazing footage. So, folks, go back, check out SRC's weekend footage from this last weekend. Uh, awesome, awesome race between Tommy and another guy, unfortunately for him, it didn't end up too good. But make sure you guys go check out their channel and give them a follow. Also, some other news to talk about the other person. We had him on here a week ago. One of the best flaggers and race masters out there. That's right, Limpy. He was down doing some racing in Mexico, of course. Knocking off one of his bucket list races out there, out west. So make sure you guys go give Limpy a follow. Check out all of his action from last weekend. Some very, very cool things. Going on in the no prep world on the streets right now. Of course, we know it's winter time in most places, but hey, down south where the snow doesn't fly as much, they get it down all year long. So make sure you guys go give them a follow. All them guys out there, we'll give them a shout out here at the end in the toast. But last but not least, before we get to our guest, let's talk about some other no prep racing. How about the big dogs, the ones that are on the Discovery Channel? No prep. America's List, we know it's taping right now down in South Texas, right on the Mexican border. You know, I've been keeping up to date as much as I can with it on the YouTube, following some of the people like Scott Taylor Motorsports and others, just seeing, you know, what they do put out there. They're not putting any of the racing out, so I don't really know who's what number and what's going on. But the only thing I do know is what I seen last weekend, some very unfortunate footage and news, of course, for those that don't know. JJ and his wife Trish battling it off last week in a race and unfortunately at the finish line JJ his uh intake blowing throwing a fireball into the cab and I'm pretty sure I've seen footage if I'm not mistaken JJ's been wearing a kind of a slightly open-faced helmet here recently I'm not sure if he was wearing it or not you know I don't know for sure but I'm just saying it, it could be possibly part of the reason but the fire in the in the cab burning his face in hands, pretty bad, sending him into a spin, if you might say. But when he was going across the lane, he collected Trish, sending her into the crash cars, folks. Go back and check out some of their footage. They've got it posted on all of their websites. But there's some crash cars, which are basically brand new cars, parked at the end um, to protect the cameramen and people out there. So if there ever was an incident like we just seen, um, that's what they're there for. Unfortunately, um, JJ tumbling over and over a few times. There in the Hummingbird, Trish in Zip Tie. Zip Tie is demolished. It's not re repairable. They're going to have to do a lot of work to that thing to even put a new front end on it. Um, JJ basically just getting some cuts, bruises, and burns. Really bad burns, though, folks. But uh, Trisha getting the brunt of it. She broke, I think, both hips. I'm not 100% on all this. They haven't released exactly everything. 
I will say that she's had surgery. They both recovered. And I do know that JJ's already got the Hummingbird back up and running. And I'm not sure if he's already raced it on the list again, but he's definitely out there testing it. So congratulations to him and his crew getting that car back on the street. And we're so glad that both of them made it through that horrific incident. Uh, I'm sure their family are so thankful and blessed. You know, he always says it. You know, it's what he loves to do, and it's probably where he's going to die. But, man, what a bad way to see, you know, a husband and wife racing each other, not only for a spot on the list, but wrecking each other. Um, we're just thankful that they're okay. And we'll definitely keep our eye on that, and we'll keep you updated on all the news that we can find out on the No Prep America's List right here on the E's and B's podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best breakfast, wrestling, and sports podcast on your Fridays. Folks, with that, that's all the news I got this week on the Sunny Side Up. Stay tuned. I've got two of the baddest stick shift, no prep racers from the East Coast coming on. That's right, Robert and Robbie Dollar coming up next. We're going to dive into them. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. some of the baddest stick shift drivers in the no prep world east of the Mississippi with one of the sexiest Mustangs out there. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to us from North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, I give to you Robert and Robbie Dollar. How's it going, guys? Doing good. How are you? Thanks for good, having us. Good. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us here on the E's and B's. It's an honor and pleasure to have you. And of course, how we do it here on the E's and B's, we're going to dive into your uh, life a little bit, your career, find out a little bit about you, ask you some fun questions and a lot of good stuff. Are you guys ready to go? I'm ready. Let's start things right on off. Tell my fans and listeners out there, guys, <laughs> how you got your start in the racing world. I guess it all started with me. I've just pretty much been in it for 20 years now. And, of course, you know, we didn't have the social media back in the Fred Flintstone days like we do now. So <laughs> it's a little harder to get out there and go as father. But um, but I've had Robbie around it since he was uh, three years old, started taking him to the drag strip then. And he just, just grew up. And we were always there racing, traveling. A lot of the traveling he don't remember. But we traveled for several years, and then we just kind of slowed down a little bit. And the, he uh, kind of come of age to get his license and uh, showed a bit, you know, he always showed an interest in cars, but he showed an interest in wanting to actually get on the track and do a little drag racing. And it just, there's the spark just got bigger from there. And as it brings us to today, right now. 
Nice, nice. So as we kind of talk, the apple does not fall far from the tree. Well, let me ask you guys about this, and I'll start with Robbie. What's your favorite part about racing? Uh, mainly just the people you meet and the friendships and relationships and memories you get to make of the people that come across. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things as well, kind of how it brought us together. You know, we live on opposite sides of the uh, the nation here, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter that you guys are that far away. We still have some of the same likes, and some of my favorite things are – are in the uh, racing community is, you know, some of the family things that, you know, you can come for one weekend to share some of the same memories, but it might only be that one weekend. And yeah, I can agree with you on that. How about you, Robert? What's one of your favorite things about racing? Uh, a lot of people's come and gone over the years, but uh, they're, they're, you know, that, like Robbie said, making friends, memories, you know, something you'll always have and run. Uh, yeah, people, you think, well, you're just friends, but you know, we've got people say, well, you're not just my friend, you're family now. You know, family's not just blood related, I guess you could say. It it, grow, it goes a lot further than that. And uh, I'm just happy with uh, all the people I've met over the years. And um, a little funny story on that right there is uh, when Robbie got into the racing right there, a lot of people were like, Robbie Dollar, Robbie Dollar, who is this Robbie Dollar guy? And they're like, They'd go to him and say, who's your daddy? And and then they'd put one and one together. And they figure it out. So, guys I used to race against, he's kind of racing against them now. So, And a lot of them watched him grow up. So, Yeah, I got to agree. That's probably pretty cool to sit there and watch your son coming up doing some of the exact same things that you love doing and still love doing. Let me ask you guys this, and you both can answer it. I'll start with you, uh, Robbie. What's the biggest win to date that comes to mind? Probably the win at Streetcar Takeover Rocket. You know, well, the first real win I had in my heads up class for the 140 mile an hour world racing class. So, really, 40, 45 cars. And so it was a tough field. I had to rerun the finals, I think it was like three times because I said the starts weren't fair. But so we were back and forth. And finally, about the last one, they said it was close enough. And so it was just kind of like that feeling you get. You know, you never really know that feeling until you actually achieve that first win. Right, right. I can understand that. That's probably a pretty good feeling in itself. And especially having to, like you said, retry it that many times, you probably were ready to get it over with no matter yeah. what. How about you, Robert? What's a big win that's came to, to your mind to the date? I wouldn't really – this race, this particular race I had, there was no winner and there was no loser. It was a father versus son. Heads up race, and it was a win-win is what I call that right there. There was no losers in that race right there. Me and Robbie got to race each other, and that's that That and right there for me right now takes the cake right now. Okay, all right, all right. That would probably be uh, my dad's favorite too, of course, if that was how it went down. Right, let's switch gears a little bit. As we do here on the E's and B's, we like to throw in some other kind of questions, just not obviously what's related to your own topic. We're going to start things off, and I'll ask both of you, and you can answer it either one person or the other. It doesn't matter. If you guys were to be making breakfast tomorrow for any race car driver or celebrity out there, who would you guys be making breakfast for, and <laughs> what are we having? That's probably for me. Who would you make breakfast for? Who would I make breakfast for? Race car driver. Wow. 
That's a kind of tough one right there. Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Definitely. All right. I could agree with that 100%, but I got to know because somebody else has already had that one on here before. But I got I to know this. What are you making, Dale Earnhardt? Hmm. What am I making, Dale Earnhardt? There's definitely going to be sausage and eggs and bacon. Okay. All right. Good old Southern. I like it. I could agree. I'd love to be a, a fly on the wall for some of those conversations for sure. All right. How about this one? And Robbie, I want you to answer. If you could have any superpower out there known to man, <laughs> what would it be and why? Maybe probably mind reading. You know, that way you pull up into the stage lines and you know what the person you're getting ready to race, what they're thinking, how you can attack them to beat them you know but that way you can know how to your attack on them i can agree and i could also stretch it out to this hey you know you're showing up and you could read these minds and know who don't want to race you and yeah. who wouldn't mind racing you i think that would be a good one to have a definitely an advantage in that kind of world how about you robert any kind of superpower you would like to have you can have the mind Time traveling. Okay, there you go. All right. Yeah, I, I can like time that. travel a little bit. If uh, if we went to a race and I time traveled and, and seen that he was going to lose the race, I could say, hey, you need to do this so you don't lose. Okay, okay I can agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'd be a good advantage as well. Definitely have one up on the field. All right, let's switch back to the racing world here just for a second. Got just a few more questions to ask. And, of course, I'll turn the tables over to you guys. Let you guys promote yourself. Let everybody know out there where they can find you at. But before I get to that point, I got to know, if there's anybody out there right now that you want to be, who is it and why? I got about – I got a couple people out there. Um, it's nothing hard friendships or anything. It's all friendly. Yeah, you yeah, all the first one. The first one is probably Chris Cook. He's got a target on his back from winning dig or die at stick shift class. Um, and then probably the guy that eliminated me would be the yellow Trans Am uh, from Hogs. You know, they're, they've got their car figured out. So that's those two are the standards right now in the stick shift, no prep stuff. So if you want to win, you got to beat them. Absolutely. You got you want to be the best. You got to beat the best. Uh, most famous <laughs> saying out there. How about you, Robert? Is there anybody out there that you would like to line up against and beat this upcoming season? I'm looking at it. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, another father-son duo. Uh, can't, I can't wait. Any, anybody that, that he lines up against, um, I'm going to be looking over his shoulder, and if he can't beat him, I would be like to be the one, you know, hey, I got you back. Watch this. Man, that's how it should be. I love hearing that. That's the, the great commodity between the father and son. That's what makes a good team, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. All right, just a few more left. Let me ask you guys, what is on the 2022 schedule for the dollar team? Right now, bunch. Right now, just right now, 18 races. Nice. <laughs> That's a full slate right there, folks. Yeah. 18 races. 18 That's races. a lot to deal with. Um, and looking at it, there, there will be more traveling. We want to get out a little further this year, you know, get our name out a little further. Um. And just have fun doing it and come home safe. I don't care if we go out and lose every race as long as we come home safe every time. Okay, okay. 
Well, to tell my fans and listeners out there with those 18 races in mind, if you was to tell them there's one race this upcoming season they do not want to miss, which race are you telling them not to miss? Probably this first, the Digger Dying March. The first opening. The last one. So that's like the Super Bowl stick shift no prep. So that's, that's where you go through yourself. <laughs> I can I can agree with you. That's one that I think myself I might be trying to make. Uh, I got a full slate this year as well, but I got a couple of races that I might be making some surprise appearances to. So you guys might might be seeing me coming up this season. With that being said, guys, I got to know this before I let you go. What's your guys' goals for this year coming up? Um, as far as I know, there's not been a, a blower stick shift coyote busting like in my body style. Been in the fives below world, like a street, a five ninety, the way that car sits, and be able to be able to you know drive that car to the track and back home and run a five second pass. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's one of my favorite things about your guys' division is a lot of those cars you don't realize that they could drive right down that strip and then head home and just you know pick up food on the way. That's the best part about it. Well, guys, that's pretty cool. I'm going to turn things over to you. But my last thing I'm going to ask before I let you go here and let you guys promote yourself, when it's all said and done, all said and done, what do you guys want the Robert and Robbie Dollar legacy to be? That's what we want it to be. Uh, I've always been big on, you know, you're going to have rivals and stuff like that. But even if you got a rival with somebody, you want to see them do good regardless and just help out whoever needs help. And um, just I would like for everybody to remember us as, hey, those are the guys that would take their shirt off the back to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's the best way to be. And like you said, that, that family community that goes on at all them races um, it's been an honor and pleasure, you know, having you guys on here and learning a little bit more about you. And I can't wait to catch up with you guys here coming up this spring and summer. But before I get you out of here, can you tell all the fans and listeners where they can find you at? Promote yourself. Table is yours. It's all you, Robin. You're the one with the YouTube. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, we do own a performance shop. It's Carolina Performance and Dino. Located in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram. What else you got on there? That's right. That's what just in main two right there. And uh, my YouTube page, I cover a lot of our races and stuff on the, on our YouTube page. The YouTube page channel is the SS Rob. All is one word. And we're working also on uh, merchandise website, getting it put up. We, we've we've got it live. Uh, we just kind of really haven't turned the switch on yet, so to say, to take online orders. But if you see something you want, you can still contact us via email, and we still get it shipped out to you. And anywhere else? Anything else? But face, Facebook's the main place, main page to go to to get all the information you need and see what we work on and stuff like that. And as far as us as a performance shop, I kind of try to tell everybody, and I don't want people to just uh, look at us and say, hey, that's a performance shop that sits down on a corner 
who are they? We want them to look at us and say, here they come again. There's Carolina performance at this race again. And have two or three or three or four, four or five cars, you know, maybe not at every race. But I, I don't want people dread seeing us come. But I want them to see that we're willing to go out and actually put the work in and show that we're not just uh, turning wrenches. We're out there doing it with them and having a good time. That sounds awesome. Sounds amazing. Guys, like I said, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you on. We'll definitely get you back here, maybe mid-season, touch base, see what's going on, get the word back out there. But like he said, folks, we'll have all the links linked below here on the podcast. Make sure you guys give them a follow. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. But until next time, it's two of the baddest stick shift, no prep drivers east of the Mississippi, Robert and Robbie Dollar. Thanks, guys. It's been awesome. Thank you. See you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Man, what a great, great interview there with Robert and Robbie Dollar. Had so much fun having them on. Make sure you guys go give them a follow. Check them out on YouTube. And like they said, they got a lot of action coming up. This spring and summer, it's going to be so much fun. Hopefully, I get to catch up with them a couple times and get face-to-face. And I cannot wait. And we'll definitely have them back on the E's and B's podcast in the future. Robbie and Robert Dollar, folks. Make sure you guys go check them out and tell them that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. All right, folks. Well, you know what time it is. It's my favorite time of each and every Friday. It's time to scramble them eggs and talk some. Wednesday night at Dynamite on TBS. It was so nice to finally see his return. Man, I gotta say, if you guys have not seen it, go back check it out. And an amazing way to start the show Wednesday with an awesome promo there. Of course, you heard a little bit of it. But I will say, he looks a little different. Uh, to me, I was asking LB, I thought he lost a little bit of weight, maybe. I don't know, just maybe looking a little sick or pale. But who knows? I'm just glad to see him back. Glad to see that he's back in the ring on the same path that he was before he went to where he needed to go to straighten himself out. And congratulations to him from us right here at the E's and B's on doing what he did to make himself better, folks. It takes a real man 
to do what John Moxley did, and congratulations to him, and we cannot wait to see his future inside the ring. But with that being said, folks, let's talk about the other channel and what happened this past week. good stuff going down this past week there at WWE on Raw and SmackDown and of course NXT but as you heard there a little for a uh, little action on Monday and maybe the start of what might be the end of the Mysterio tag team duo the father and son that's right folks I've called this months and months ago uh, I just didn't know how long it's gonna take eventually these two are gonna fight each other I know Ray has always said he's not going to but keep your eyes peeled this thing is going to brew eventually. Who knows? Maybe we will see them two fighting each other this year at WrestleMania. That's just my predictions. That's just what I think I see is coming down the line. But a great, great match there on Monday night. Also some things to keep an eye out for. They had Alexa Bliss showing back up there. Uh, I'm not too sure you know, what direction they're going. If they're going to keep with this crazy character theme. Um, a lot of fans are tweeting in all week long there on the social media networks just basically stating the fact that they are sick and tired of this Alexa Bliss figure and character that's going on. Um, not too many people buying it. Of course, now that uh, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend no longer there, this thing just doesn't seem to make any sense. That's just the way it seems from the outside looking in. But we'll give it a little bit more time and see what they got up their sleeve. Also, of course... Getting the build-up for Royal Rumble just two weeks away. Well, one week away, folks. That's right. Next Saturday, there in Atlanta, they're going to have the 2022 Royal Rumble, folks. I cannot wait. We'll be building it up next week, talking all about it, giving you our predictions, some of our guest people that we think will be showing up, and everything else. But, of course, we also will talk about the big matchup that will be in store, and that's between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Who do you guys got out there in Easy Bees land? Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know who you think is going to win. Over on SmackDown, of course, things are still the same. Roman Reigns holding it down. Now, we do know this. Seth Rollins will be his new opponent. And, folks, it was kind of awkward how they announced that. Seth Rollins basically just laughing in his face. I got to say, they dropped the ball there a little bit. Now, this last week, they did build it up a little bit better with some of the old footage from their old, uh, you know, John Moxley and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins shield days. Uh, it was kind of, believe it or not, shockingly to see them not cut out John Moxley in those videos there on SmackDown. But we'll have to wait and see how big and bad they make this match. I know it could be good, but we're still waiting on that Brock Lesnar Roman. I know everybody wants to see that one. We might have to wait, obviously, until maybe WrestleMania or after. We'll have to wait and see. But that's all they got going there on the big brand. How about Tuesday night? The only reason why I'm bringing it up, because it has been the biggest topic all week long. That's right, folks. The name change of the famous UK wrestler, Walter. That's right, folks. His name has been changed to Gunter Spark for some awkward reason. Backlash started right away there on Wednesday after he uh, got in a huge match with Roderick Strong on NXT 2.0. NXT 
2.0 there on Tuesday night, getting the win, and then, of course, announcing his name change, throwing the mic down. Kind of seemed like he wasn't very happy with it. Uh, after thinking about it all week long, it might wear off on people. We'll have to wait and see, but still, I got to say, my opinion also is, why change something that's already working that's, you know, damn good, in my opinion? My my opinion is, why is he not on the big brand yet? Where are the people at to get that ball rolling? We'll have to wait and see if the Gunther will stick on what we call Walter. That's all I got there in the WWE world. Let's switch it up to the other channel. I'm reminded from that last match about a man who once sat on a stage just like that, looked in a ring, just like this, and he gave one of the most important addresses in the history of our sport. It inspired thousands of would-be wrestlers. It mobilized literally millions of fans. It was the first hint of a revolution. I am talking about CM Punk and the pipe bomb. There you have it, there on Wednesday night on TBS. Dynamite going down. Of course, you heard in the opening of the Scrambled segment, John Moxley making his return. He started the show out, but just a few moments later, we got this next promo, as you heard there, Cody coming to the ring. And, of course, that one now being the big talk here at the end of the week. Uh, he's just basically laying it all out there. Definitely some questionable things. Obviously, they were talking about the name change as well, so very, very, very big news when the other channel is talking about a NXT star getting a name change. Cody went on to talk about the Young Bucks a little bit. He also threw uh, Cornette, in my opinion, under the bus, too, in his promo. A lot, a lot of people, you know, just coming out of his mouth, and I, I'm not sure which way to lean on this one, folks. I want to say it was a decent promo, but then again, I think it was unnecessary. Uh, of course, we know Cody is definitely battling with the fact that the fans are still booing him. And uh, he's going to have to get over it and, and make a decision and make a decision fast. Of course, he teased his contract situation. Uh, the other rumors are Cody possibly showing up at the Rumble. Like I said, we'll talk about some of that next week. But other things that happened there on Wednesday night. Hangman standing up for himself. And he ain't putting up with Lance Archer's shit. He definitely stood right up to him, whacked him over the head with his cowboy boot. It's definitely leading up to what I think will be one of the better matches at Revolution coming up in just a few months at their next pay-per-view. We'll definitely keep our eyes on it. What I don't like about this situation, folks, is Dan Lambert and Jake the Snake being the mouthpiece for Lance Archer. He does not need them. Now, Jake the Snake, I could go for because he's a legend, folks. He's one of the best talkers in the game to the day, but you don't need that fat face dipshit, as Jericho would say. Dan Lambert in your corner, I think, unless they've got something else up their sleeve with a storyline, which I could be wrong, I think it's time to exit stage left with that idea. Otherwise, we're just going to get the same old Lance Archer we've got for the last month, two months before he was injured, uh, and it just wasn't enough, in my opinion, to be the top star at AEW, but that's just my opinion. Folks, that's all I got this week there on the AEW. Last but not least, before we wrap this thing up and get to the toast, I got to talk about my favorite wrestling right here in Colorado. That's right, Rocky Mountain Pro. Of course, you know, last weekend they had the Aces Wild pay-per-view going down. I hope you folks check that out there on Twitch. If you did not go back, subscribe to them on Twitch. You can check out all of their content 
on Twitch. Like I always say, the best wrestling on Twitch. And I'm only talking about it a little bit more than normal this week because, well, folks, as you know, we got several veterans from Rocky Mountain Pro that come here on the E's and B's quite often to uh, tell their story and build up the promos and things that they got going on. And I got to say, one of the veterans, the the ex now champion, the vulture, Dustin Urich, we want to say congratulations to him on an outstanding and amazing heavyweight championship run he had there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Congratulations from us here at the E's and B's. It was awesome to see 700 and some change days holding that belt high for an amazing, amazing organization here in Colorado. But with that being said, folks, it cannot go without saying this. We want to give an even bigger congratulations to now the new Rocky Mountain Pro champion, Bruce Wayne. That's right, the boss himself. He is well of E's and B's veteran, been on the show before. And for all you listeners out there, guess what? We're going to have him back. That's right. Here in just a couple weeks, we're going to talk to the new Rocky Mountain Pro champion right here on the E's and B's. Find out what his thoughts are on finally knocking off the vulture himself and getting that that belt around his waist. I must say, too, going down there at Aces Wild last weekend, folks, uh, the tag team champions, some of the longest reigning tag team champions there at Rocky Mountain Pro, J.K. Pop, another E's and B's veteran, they as well losing their belts. So the wake just crumbling at the edges and in the middle and all the way around last weekend at Aces Wild, folks. They had a lot of cool stuff followed up there on Saturday. I want to give a huge shout-out to another one of our favorites. That's right, Remy D, making his debut. Congratulations to him. Man, oh, man, he's got such a bright future. Make sure you guys go give all those folks a follow. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. Well, with that, folks, that's all I got this week on The Scrambled. I'm going to go get her. Bring the statistician in here. We're going to break it down. We're going to rip your city. Stay tuned, folks. The toast coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast, baby. part of the show get out your jam your jelly your cinnamon butter it's time to spread it it's the toast i'd like to welcome in my cat woman my lois lane the lovely beautiful better half that's right miss lb hello welcome can i be bat woman too absolutely absolutely cat woman bat woman lois lane all the above all the above well, it's been a crazy, crazy week. Obviously, Lauren, halfway through yeah. the first month of 2022. So much to talk about. But I got to give my first, most, biggest shout-out of the week. None other than... Lauren, the Hoosiers knocking off the number four ranked Persut Bullet Makers. 
last night, and I gotta say, my week could have ended last night, and it would have been perfect. Oh, I know. Awesome, awesome game. Congratulations. Sure the neighbors. That's right. The same That's right. Congratulations to the Indiana Hoosiers. Finally breaking that streak, beating Purdue at home, still undefeated at home. That's right, folks. Watch out. It's going to be a good, good season. Of course, we'll keep you updated with all the Hoosier news. IU. That's right. Also, folks, we're going to get right into it with uh, the other shout-outs. i got to start right on off with one of the biggest shout-outs, of course, our guests this week, Robert and Robbie Dollar. Thank you so much for coming on and really, really enjoyed having your company, learning a little bit more about you. And, of course, folks, you can go check them out. Make sure you check out Carolina Performance and Dino, or just go check out their YouTube page. Give them a follow. Make sure you let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. And I cannot wait, Lauren, to catch back up with them in the future. Like I said, hopefully me and you will be catching up with them face-to-face this summer at a racetrack near them. Yeah. Also going to give a shout-out to Limpy. Shout-out to Robert Smith and Pennywise Racing. Shout-out to Spool Media. Shout-out to the Mac Boys. Shout-out to Stripper Glitter. Shout-out to SRC. Shout-out to Turbo John. Shout-out to Old Man Garage. Shout-out to Big Rob. Shout-out to Drag or Die. Shout-out to No Prep Fam. Shout-out to Scott Taylor Motorsports. Shout-out to PFI Speed. Shout out to a new guy I just met this week, folks. A very, very cool cat. Be definitely catching up with him in the future. Luke Fisher. Luke Fisher and Nagaro Press Studios. Uh, like I said, I met him at my other job. Very, very cool cat. So shout out to him. Also, shout out to Rocky Mountain Pro, Yaden, Dustin, now the new champ, Bruce Waynes, Lilith, and all my people over there at Rocky Mountain Pro. Also, shout out to my boys, Neil, Tony, Ty, Brian, and all. Oh! My peeps at The Green Solution, 810 North College Road, Fort Collins. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. What up, newbies? We got so many, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> all right, Lauren. I uh, just want to let you know, coming up, like I said earlier in, the, in this podcast, in a couple weeks, we're going to have the champion, Bruce Waynes, right here on the E's and B's. We're going to talk about that, that amazing night, winning that strap. Off yeah, of the longest crazy. reigning champion and one of our friends, Dustin Urich. Uh, yeah. Pretty crazy and awesome beginning to 2022. It'll be interesting to see where they go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, seeing Not so much for what they got up their sleeves. So we'll definitely keep you guys up to date with that. And make sure you guys check him out on the podcast coming up here in just a couple weeks. Also, folks, speaking of the podcast, I want to give a heads up. I'm going in for surgery next Friday. There will be a podcast dropping next Friday. But I got to say, the first week of February is up in the air. I'm getting my right hand operated on along with my right wrist. So there's a possibility that I might not be able to write. And I can't put it all here on LB to write Write, for me. Type, use a mouse. It's definitely going to be up in the air. I'll let you guys know. Maybe put a YouTube video out there. Who knows? Maybe some vlogging. Still working on the vlogs, folks. Bear with me. It's coming. This is something we're new at. I'm not very good at. I'm definitely... On the break of maybe possibly, I hate to say it, but breaking down and hiring someone to help me out here at the E's and B's to extend this and get this a little bit bigger and better than what it is already. But it's a learning we'll, curve. we'll keep you guys up to date with all that. Make sure you guys go to easeandbees.org. Follow us on all the social media outlets. Make sure you guys click on that merch button there at easeandbees.org. It'll take you right to our merch page on T Public. Check out some of the coolest. Items we got on there, folks, starting from $5 all the way up to $25. Make sure you guys check it out. That's easeandbees.org. Click on that merch button. 
All right, with that being said, Lauren, let's jump right into it. And this day in sports, well, it's okay. another trivia. How about this? Eight. Which was the first NFL team to place logos on their helmet? I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. Eh. How about this? The 1948 Los Angeles Rams were the oh. first team to wear logos on their helmets. Halfback Fred Grink, who conceived the idea, painted two ram horns on an old college helmet and presented them to the team owner, Dan Revis. Impressed with the results, Revis paid Grinky $75 to paint 75 of the team's helmets. A dollar a helmet. Right. The idea became enormously popular by the end of the early 1960s. The NFL and AFL clubs, except for the Browns, supported the logo helmets. Grinky was also general manager for the Broncos right here in Denver from 1977 to 1981. And that is this day in sports. Huh. Pretty cool. So, like, uh, the guy that thought of the idea obviously became a general manager here for the Broncos in the 70s, early 80s. But even cooler was the fact that the idea was ram um, horns drawn on a helmet. And as we live up here in Fort Collins, of course, the CSU Rams have the yeah. same style logo. So, pretty cool. That kind of all so ties back together there. Before they had logos then, were they just... They were blank. Solid. Some of them had some of them had the uh, jer punch. jersey number or, or and such. But yeah, they were huh. mainly all blank. And of course, well, dating back before the helmets were hard, you know, they obviously were leather. So right. All right, Lauren. Last but not least, here I want to say, as we've been doing here, this is going to be week three. We're going to announce the athlete and wrestlers of the week. Of course, Lauren and myself pick one each week. We announce the reason why we think they should be the athlete or the wrestler of the week. And let's start right on off with Lauren. What do you got this week? Uh, that's right. Did you know Jamaica, for the first time ever, despite the movie Cool Runnings, is going to be in three different events in the uh, Winter Olympics? Awesome. In Congratulations to them. Amazing, huh? That is so cool. And that's that my athlete. Is Lauren's athlete of the week. Possibly mine. But. Okay, switching <laughs> it up. Now it's my turn. Of course, yeah. this week I've got to go with none other than the man himself. That's right. That's right. We've talked a lot about him here already today. He's back! John Moxley, folks. Congratulations to him. Returning to wrestling Wednesday night. Of course, not in the ring himself wrestling, but coming off the little hiatus. He had to get himself right, and like I said earlier, it takes a big man and a strong man to do what he did. So therefore, for that, he is my wrestler of the week. Congratulations to not only the Jamaica Bobsled team and John Moxley for becoming our wrestlers and athletes of the week. It's going to be so awesome to see how these things shake out, not only the Olympics, but now John Moxley back in the ring. We'll keep you updated right here on the E's and B's. With that, Lauren, I'm going to turn it over to you, get to Lauren's notes, and of course, we're going to wrap it up with Red Your City. All right. 
this Friday, today, January 21st, 2022, happens to be National Hugging Aww, Day. Give Aww. me a hug. Yeah, hugging, hugging here. Uh, Squirrel Appreciation Day. I don't know what there is to appreciate squirrel. about a squirrel, but right. there you go. Appreciate them squirrels. Uh, National Sweatpants Day. That's so every day. Chill in, that is. That's every weekend for me. And oh, your favorite, Cheesy Socks Day. Rocking them all day, every day. Every day. Uh, Saturday, it was pretty lame. Nothing really going on Saturday, so make your own memories. Sunday, January 23rd, happens to be Handwriting Day and Pie Day. Ooh, so get you some pie. Sweet. Cherry pie. All right. How about let's get to those cities. Yeah. Top 10 cities this week are number 10, Christchurch, Canterbury. Welcome to the Top 10. No, they were there last week. Right. Yeah. Well, we're welcome to everybody. Okay. All right. All right. Number 9, Albuquerque, New Mexico. New Mexico. Number eight is San Jose, California. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. They're still hanging in there. Thank you so much, all you guys out there. They're hanging by a thread. Number seven is Dallas, Texas. The big D, Dallas. Yeah. Number six is a new one. Newbie. Chicopee, Massachusetts. Welcome to the top ten. Thank you guys so much for all the love out there. Number five, North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. North Carolina. Of course you guys know we talked to some of the folks from there earlier today. We know some people from North Shout out to all my people. Number four is Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Number three, Back to Texas, baby. Yeah, another Texas. Thank you guys so much out there. Lancaster, Texas. We haven't seen that one in quite a while. Number two is Fort Collins, Colorado. And on top, like always. Folks, thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Friday. Stay tuned. We got a lot of cool stuff next week. Make sure you pass the gravy like we always say. Leave that comment and those five stars. They help, help, help. And you know the drill. Until next week, Lauren. Yeah. Make sure you eat. Your breakfast. Peace. Appreciate those squirrels. <laughs>